This is episode 89 of Bella in Your Business. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready. Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump. Welcome to Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta, your host with Jump Consulting, and I'm here today with Robert Vance. He's a husband, father, author, and a business owner, and he actually spent the first part of his life saving lives as a fireman, paramedic, and a police officer. Now he helps businesses succeed using the internet and marketing automation to expand their businesses and give them more free time to do what they love. Some would actually maybe even say you're still saving lives, business lives, of course. (laughs) He got involved with the internet way back in 1997 when he built his first website, and he's been marketing on the internet ever since then. He's been using AdWords since 2003 and YouTube since 2008, and he's created several successful ROI marketing funnels for numerous businesses. In 2015, he actually became an Infusionsoft certified consultant, and he's been using Infusionsoft since 2009. Robert is an expert and one that I've actually hired in setting up sales funnels and making sure that you're doing things right so that your customers keep coming back. Robert, welcome to the show. Thanks, Bella. So today, I want to kind of get our feet wet with retargeting. It's something new out there, and most of us pet sitters and dog walkers were novices at this whole Facebook marketing thing. Typically, you can find us putting up an advertisement for we're looking for help or we're looking for a new dog walking client and not really understanding how or what to do after that. So can you explain to us how we can get the best bang for our buck through retargeting and what exactly that is? Well, basically, Bella, the simplest way to think of retargeting is, you know how you go to Amazon, you look at a new pair of shoes or a pair of golf clubs or a dog leash or something like that, and then you see that stupid golf club or shoes or dog leash all over the internet. Uh-huh. That's Amazon using retargeting. Uh-huh. So that's the easiest way to explain retargeting is it's a way to get what you're interested in back in front of your customer multiple times so that they have a more likely chance of taking action. And so a small business like ours can do that? Yeah. Any business that has a Facebook ad account and a Google ad account You can use Facebook to retarget on Facebook, and you can also use Google to retarget elsewhere. So it's best if you have a combination of the two and you're running ads on both so that your brand is out there and easily recognized. So when people are ready to make a decision, they see your name and there's an increased likelihood of them contacting you. Interesting. So because we all know that people need to see our things many times before it registers and then even more before they take action. So I imagine that this retargeting and putting it back in front of your face again and again and again really helps. It's kind of like maybe the old school version of taking out an advertisement in a publication and doing it every single month for 12 months in hopes that you gain visibility, but this is the digital form of it. Is that a right analogy? That's a good analogy. I mean, back to your point of multiple touches. I mean, it used to be five to seven touches before someone would take action and purchase. Some are saying now that it's anywhere between seven and 14 touches before someone makes, because I mean, our time today is so distracted and you see an ad on the phone is, Hey, that looks interesting. Let me remember to go back and look at that later. And when you're home, you forget about it and then you never go back and take a look at the page that they were sending traffic to to find out more information about it. So the more often that ads display to them, the more often 
you have a chance to get them when they're in a position where they can actually take action on it. That's fantastic. Let's like break it down into conceptual term. So if I was a pet sitter and I was looking for more clients, the first question that I as a consultant would ask them is what kind of clients, pet sitting or dog walking? And Robert, for those who might be listening who aren't in our industry, pet sitting is like a three times a day kind of thing where people are actually on vacation. And dog walking is typically in the middle of the day when the pet owners are at work. And there's either pet sitting companies or dog walking companies, I find. So let's say that we're a dog walking company. We're looking to get more clients. Let's zoom out of retargeting and look at the big picture. What are the elements that a pet business owner is going to need to understand that helps surround and support that one retargeting? So some things they're going to have to take into consideration is the area that they're willing to travel because that's going to determine the size of the area that you target. Mm -hmm. They need to know who their most common customers are and their most profitable customers are. Because if you know who that is, it makes it easier to target more people like them. Mm -hmm. So say, for example, you're in an area where it's a lot of doctor's offices and stuff like that. So you're dealing with health professionals who it's hard for them to get out at lunch and go home and walk their dog. I mean, because face it, they don't have the freedom of a set lunchtime. Right, right. I mean, because it's constantly changing. Some can come up and they're not home to feed Fido or take him for a walk at lunch. So if you know the demographics of who you're targeting, it makes it easier to target them and get your ads in front of them to see them. Then once you have them take some type of action, like go to your page where you offer your service, And on that page, you want that page to be solely focused on them taking one action. You don't want to send them to your homepage. You send them to your homepage, they get lost because there's too many things for them to click and go all over the place. That's a really important point. I'm so glad that you said that. So if we send them to our homepage, they need to make all these decisions. Where do I click? Where do I go? What do I need to do? But if you have an actual landing page or... In our terms, it could just be a simple blog post. Yeah, it could be a blog post with that's specifically focused with this clear call to action. Call us to schedule a consultation or fill out this form to get a quote. And you only want one call to action on the page. Yeah. And by doing that, you can track it, too. So you can actually see what's working because they'll call you. But there's also other ways to track this stuff too, right? And that's in the jungle of Facebook manager, right? Where we manage all of our ads. That place is a jungle. It can be. (laughs) For business owners like us, it's a jungle. For you, Robert, it's like your playground. Yeah, that's true. Explain to us conceptually the types of information that one could learn if they had it set up correctly and how they could be more effective with their ads. Like what kind of information is Facebook actually allowing us to learn about our customers? Well, when you have the Facebook pixel on your site, you can find out all kinds of information. Once your list size is over a hundred people, because it won't show you specific demographics if you have less than a hundred people on your list, but it will show you demographics, age, gender, where they live, you can find out income levels, occupations. I mean, it's scary, the stuff Facebook knows about us. So we could probably target like a lady who is 40 to 45, living in a five mile radius of our business, who has a cat and orders cat products online and goes out of town five times a year. Yep. That's incredible. 
I once heard Dennis Yu say that Facebook is the largest database in the entire world. And we need to start thinking of it like that. But as small business owners, that's so overwhelming. Even to me, it's out of this world crazy. So can you tell us about maybe a story or a client, a success story that you've had to kind of help illustrate the type of position that you come in and help business owners? What are you even called? First, let's back up because it's not just the data that Facebook has. Okay. Because Facebook has access to other data from people that offer services like how often people purchase, how often they make a credit card. Do they make a credit card purchase online? Are they in the market for a car? Are they in the market for a pet? Are they in the market for this? Are they in the market for that? Mm -hmm. So not only do they have a bunch of data themselves, but they have access to this whole great big other set of data that allows you to target it. Now, one thing to remember, though, is the more narrow your target gets, the more expensive it gets. So generally, what I like to do is target around 30,000 to 50,000 people if I'm going for a local area, Uh because that gives you more of an opportunity to hit people. If you get down to around 1,000, 1,500 your ad's going to show to those people several times a day and they're going to get tired of it and they're not going to look at it. And the ad's going to fatigue a lot sooner. And then as far as what I'm called, I do Facebook marketing and conversion optimization. Marketing and conversion optimization. Okay, got it. Because I think half of what's so hard as a small business owner is there's so many things exploding out there that we're like yep. marketing uh, or kind of Facebook marketing. I don't know. Like We don't even know what you people are called because you're so specialized. Yeah. So let's go back to the dog walking example. So if we wanted to get dog walking people in our community, it sounds like you would try to do an ad that would attract people in our community to about a 30 to 50,000 person audience. Is that right? right? Yeah. Okay. And they would go to this landing page. What would happen... If they didn't do anything on that landing page, if they didn't fill out our contact form. Well, ideally, you would have a sufficient budget so that you could also have a remarketing campaign. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, they skimp on the budget and they only a lot budget for the initial ads. They don't a lot for the remarketing. Mm-hmm. And without that, you're not able to get back in front of them the several additional touches it's needed. So ideally, what you would do is you would have your main ad then you would have a remarketing thing that targets the people that have gone to your website and haven't filled out the form. And ideally, you can track when they fill out the form because you've got a proper landing page that takes them to a thank you page so you know who's filled out the form and who hasn't. And then you can sit there and retarget them and try to get them back to fill out that form. So what you're saying is if I, this is incredible, absolutely incredible, and I hope our listeners are pulled over on the side of the road or listening to this podcast twice, because this is powerful. So if we set up a blog post that talked directly to that doctor who couldn't leave work to go walk his dog, and we had a fill out this contact form and we'll give you a call back in an hour or two, right? Yep. And Joe went to the page, didn't fill it out. You're telling me that Joe could actually get into an audience on Facebook. We put him into our own audience that we could then send another advertisement to him that might be different than the original one, but even more targeted because we know that he's probably a doctor and he probably has a pet. Yep. So maybe something like taking it to the next step of Fido sitting at home while you're taking care of your patients. Why aren't you taking care of Fido? Or like making him feel guilty, right? Yeah, 
Some some along those lines, yeah. And then it's and like you want to keep it fun and exciting too. It's those moments, Robert, where we as you know Facebook users are scrolling through and we think, "Wow, like this ad really speaks to me." Like, how do you know I'm a mom with a three year old and I really am interested in what you're showing me? This is how Facebook is doing it, and the small businesses yeah, can do it too. You don't want to get that specific in the ad because that gets kind of creepy. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows Facebook has this kind of data on you, uh-huh. but they don't want to admit it. Okay, so there's a level of creepiness that we have to stay away from. Yeah, you need to keep it generic. But like in your example, a good one would be a picture of Fido tearing up the living room. <laughs> okay, I see what you're saying. The result of something that would happen. Right, and then you say, is your dog a good dog? <laughs> or is he lonely and getting in trouble? Uh-huh. That's good. That's good. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. But when we come back, I want to talk about what it's like to work with someone like you and how quick do you see results and what can people really expect and what do they really need to come to the table? What kind of mindset they need to have? So we're going to dive deep into that and how you can actually work with someone like Robert when we come back. Are you concerned that accepting credit cards for your pet sitting business is too complicated or too expensive? Well, if you answered yes, I have good news. It's probably because you've not heard of Leaders Merchant Services. Trust me, Leaders Merchant Services makes accepting credit cards super easy and affordable for my business. They work with all kinds of businesses throughout the United States, and they have developed a special rate plan just for pet sitters like us. I know Leaders Merchant Services can help your business. I've even got a dedicated representative to speak to, and he's always happy to share valuable information. Working with Leaders Merchant Services is like having a friend or family member in the credit card processing business. If you want to know more or see how much they can save your business a month, go to jumpconsulting.net forward slash credit card. That's jumpconsulting.net forward slash credit card. So I can personally connect you with my specialist. And I'm back with Robert from Nitro Go Marketing. And we are talking everything about retargeting and how you can be a little bit more lethal on Facebook. So Robert, can we get into the crust of it? And you kind of explain to me, an ideal kind of client for you almost like what makes a good relationship for a pet sitter or dog walker who's thinking, Bella, Robert, this sounds really amazing. Let me do it. And I can just pay you and you need to do it. There's a lot that this pet sitter needs to come to the table with. I want to kind of talk about that. So people aren't caught off guard. Well, one, they need to have a website. Mm -hmm. Two, they need to have a landing page with a specific call to action that they want the people to take. And they need to have a way to follow up with those people. They need to have the Facebook pixels installed and Google pixels installed on the website so they can track that information. And then they need to be prepared to spend, I would say, between 5 and $10 a day on advertising between the regular ads and remarketing. Okay. They're also going to need to be prepared to cover the ad management costs, which varies anywhere between, depending on the ad spend, anywhere between $250 and $500. And it also varies depending on how much I'm having to do to get things set up. And then there's also a setup fee for if I have to go in and set up all the retargeting pixels, if I have to go in and help you with landing pages and create landing pages and calls to action and stuff like that. So it varies, but generally in your initial month, you're looking at anywhere between 750 and a thousand dollars 
plus ad spend for that first month. And then the second month, it drops down to between 250, 500, depending on your ad spend. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is, and, and I want to talk about this and I'm not necessarily trying to like say pitch you, even though I've used you and, and vouch for your services. I'm just trying to get my listeners heads wrapped around this awesome idea that can happen and maybe they could budget for it to make it a goal. Because if you do it right by tweaking it, it really does pay itself back. I mean, you can literally yeah. adjust the ROI. It's not like that newspaper ad where once it's printed, you can never do anything. This is something you can tweak daily or weekly, depending on how things are performing. That's what you and I have done with some of mine. I really enjoy that part of it. But understand that this retargeting and these Facebook ads are just one piece of the bigger funnel. And the cool thing about working with a professional like yourself is that you understand the larger part of the funnel. And that's something I want my listeners to understand. The funnel, what I'm talking about is this landing page that Robert's talking about, that you have to have some place for them to go to. You have to have the ad account set up. You have to have the copy and the text. And in some cases, you might even need an email campaign after they sign up for something if that's part of the funnel. There's a lot of different things going on, and this is only one element of it. But if you could find someone that's well-versed in the, the larger picture of it, they can help guide you and coach you, which is also why you're going to pay for it because it's worth it. Yeah. And to go back to your point about email follow-up, if you have someone filling out the form and they don't get something from you almost immediately, recognizing that they took an action on your website, mm -hmm. you're going to lose them. Yeah. So that's where e an email follow-up would ideally be preferred to let them know that, hey, I'm going to be calling you shortly to talk to you about this. I mean, even if it's just that simple, yeah. but you need to get that contact information from them and then you need to communicate with them almost immediately. Nowadays, we live in a world of instant gratification. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not getting a response from you, I'm going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Amen. Because that's what people are doing when they're looking for pet sitters. They're kind of going down a list, you know? Yeah. The other thing that's really interesting now, and it goes off of your awesome comment about instant gratification, is you could install a bot. You can install a bot onto your website that after they fill that out, hey, thank you so much. We'll be in contact with you in what, however many hours or thank you for contacting us. You might like to get this PDF and you literally give it to them and it's how to prepare for a dog walker or a pet sitter or dog walking trails in your town. You know, like mm -hmm. you're giving them something of value by using this automated technology that I guarantee you none of your competition is doing it. Exactly. And the one caveat I have about bots mm -hmm. is don't rely solely on bots. Yes, you need that personal interaction. You can use the bot to make that initial interaction, mm -hmm. but as quickly as possible, you got to make it personal with them. Absolutely. It's kind of like the receptionist in the waiting room. <laughs> He'll be right with you. <laughs> and in the meantime, here's a magazine to read. <laughs> exactly. And nowadays, it's amazing how many people rely solely on bots and automation yeah. to do no. things. They forget. We're humans. Yeah. We thrive on connection. Right, right. And if you're not trying to make that connection and make it a personal connection, you're losing out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So can you tell us a quick story of maybe a small business owner who was in dire straits that you kind of worked with and helped and then like the results of this whole retargeting system? Well, business owners in dire straits, people in dire straits generally don't think clearly and they don't take the action they need to take to get out of where they're at. Uh-huh. 
but business owners who are looking to improve their client base. So I had one dentist, local business. He wanted more new clients and we started running ads and doing Facebook retargeting. So he was able to sit there and get an average of three to five new clients a month. Now, you got to remember, for dentists, the lifetime value of a client is about 10 grand. Mm-hmm. Wow. So three to five new ones a month over the lifetime of that one client is... Exponential ROI. Thirty to $50,000. Wow. But that's just for the client. That doesn't mm-hmm. include the one person's kids or husband or wife or friends that they may refer and bring into the dentist's office. Mm-hmm. So you start getting exponential. And that goes back to another point. You need to know how much a client is worth to you. If you don't know that, you don't know how much you can spend. I'm going to write that down right now. I love that. Keep going. The rule to advertising is he who can spend the most to obtain a client and still remain profitable wins. So if you can spend $30 to obtain a client because you know over the next 30 days that client's going to bring in $300, mm-hmm. it's worth it. Yeah. So people need to know how much their customers worth to them. They need to know how much lifetime. So what's the average length a person keeps your dog walking service? Mm-hmm. Do they keep it for two months, three months, six months, a year? What? Right. The other thing to remember is existing customers are a lot cheaper to get more money out of <laughs> than customers. Right, right. So have something that you can offer as an upsell. Maybe you're doing dog walking, but you can offer something else to help increase that revenue and the lifetime value of that customer. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. And that big picture thinking is the part that I think is so valuable. So could you spend hours and hours and hours searching YouTube and try to figure out how to technically do this on your own? Probably. At what cost? Yes, you could. But how much is your time worth? Exactly. And can you see the bigger picture of what this all really happens? And can you execute it faster with a professional? And I would encourage you to think, yes, you can. I love that you just talked about how much is a client worth over their lifetime. We are dealing with numbers in my Pets That Are Mastermind group this month. And that is a great number that I'm going to go straight to them and start talking about today. I love that. Robert, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. I hope that we have ignited some sparks in people's heads about what they actually could do. And it's not just simply boosting a post or like throwing an advertising out there and saying, Facebook advertising doesn't work for me. If you've ever kind of felt that way or thought that way, I want to encourage you to think that it's not Facebook, it's you and your team. So I would encourage you to try to get a strong team around you. If you want to learn more about Robert or just, you know, chat with him and do a consultation, I believe you're offering that to all of our listeners, Robert. Yeah. Okay. They can go to nitrogomarketing.com and fill out the consultation form on his website. So thank you so much for joining us today, Robert. Any final thoughts? My thought is take action. I love it. That is Whether, great... whether you do it with me or not, that's fine. But Take action and grow your business. Fantastic. You heard it here first. Take action. This has been another episode of Bella in Your Business. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play, or any other device that you listen to us on for that matter. If you loved this podcast, please go ahead and find where you found it. Write a comment. Let Robert know that spending time with us today really helped enhance your business. I'm sure he would love to hear that, as I would too. And remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for jumping with Bella in your business. 
For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.